0: Welcome to the Full Scope Podcast, hosted by Landon Leach and Caleb Stafford. We are committed to pursuing all things Jesus, outdoors, hard work, and being free in who we were made to be. We are here to share our passion for living life to the fullest as sons of God. Thanks for listening. Now let's get to this week's episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Full Scope. Landon Leach and we got Caleb Stafford over here. We're What's your hosts. Up? Yeah. We are um <laughs> we've just been sitting here talking and uh it's been a full week for both of us. I've been to Orlando half the week. Caleb's been working, worked the weekend and um we got a lot on our hearts and minds to say today. Um we had our buddy Landon Roberson on here last week with us. That was awesome. And yeah. uh it's also that's really cool episode. to see it's really yeah and it's really cool to see the people like just people listening to it to like there's a lot of there's a lot of new listeners i feel like coming in for that episode so that's that's awesome landon's uh landon's really in a in a fresh place in his life and we it's such a gift for us to get to do life with him and experience what he's experiencing and all of us get to run together honestly it's it's been really cool um but yeah i'm I was just telling caleb i'm ready to I'm ready to dive into what we're talking about today uh Caleb, do you have anything you want to say before we get going
1: uh, The only thing i want to add is from a, a podcast that Landon Roberson sent us this week you know, oh yeah it's mentioned in a podcast of how incredible it is when you really find other people that in your life and build relationships with them that truly seek Jesus and not just go to church or any like typical religious stuff. It's talking about who are truly burning after God to the point where it, it almost convicts you every time you talk to them Mm -hmm. and it's just like, God, they're running after it in this way. What am I doing to run after God? And all it does is push you and push you closer to Jesus because of how it's how they're getting met met by Jesus, Mm -hmm. and their fire and zeal for the Lord causes you and propels you to dive deeper. And I don't know. It's a pleasure to get to do life with guys like Landon and Landon, and it really is a. Number one, a blessing, but also if you ain't got people in your life like that, Mm -hmm. that is something to seek out, not just for buddy-buddy purposes, but for the weapon that they carry to push you towards the Lord. It's very powerful. Yeah,
0: and I mean, to say that with what you said, like, I think it, it helps to recognize those types of people with your own, with where you're at with your own walk with the Lord. You know, it's like... I think you can recognize people who are running after those things better when you're running after those things, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's like Makes your receptors easier, are up.
1: recognizable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Real but,
1: recognized real.
0: You know, um, while you said that, I was just thinking, you know, I was, I was with the, along those lines, you know, me being away last week for like four days. um, It is, it is like some, I mean, it was a work trip and like, when you're away sometimes though, it's just a good reset for some reason, I feel like for me anyways, but, and when I come back, it's just like my desire to connect with you guys and to, you know, it's almost like this reset of like leaning in and, you know, going after the things of God even more your time away from your normal surroundings where you're pursuing God in, uh, sometimes when you're away from them and you come back, it's like like it stirs your hunger up even more. And, um, you know, all this to say kind of segues into where we're, what we're talking about today um, is the phrase deep calls to deep. Um, It's a phrase that, you may be familiar with, you may not, um, but it is a, it comes from a biblical passage and it's something that we use in different conversations around the porch, depending on who you're talking to. And me and Caleb talk and we talk about it. I mean, I've talked about it with other people that I've done life with at different seasons. And uh, yeah. the, the phrase deep calls to deep is it's a, it's a phrase of connection um, about what Caleb was just talking about, about the fact that when you recognize someone in your life, when you're able to recognize someone in your life running after God in a way that it attracts you and convicts you at the same time. Um, and like I was saying, you, it really helps you to see that when you're pursuing it too, because you're, you're not going to be aware of the deep in you that's being called out by their deep by their deep life that you see you know but um so yeah we're just gonna you know we're gonna dive in and talk a little bit about what really what all this this phrase means and it's more than just a phrase it's a lifestyle it's an awareness it's a space to live in um and then just kind of share some of our own our own path with that um and like i'm just gonna read the passage that it originates from which is Psalms forty two seven. Um it says, Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your billows have swept over me. Others I think other, other translations say all your waves have crashed over me. Um <laughs> Caleb, what do you what do you think? I mean I have like my opinions on what that on how to explain that and I think we both do and I think we can, we're both gonna do a decent job at it. But just curious, like what do you think about that? Just kinda of have a little conversation around that that verse.
1: Um I think what the verse is talking about, uh number one it's I'm pretty sure it's David and he's writing about uh I mean heck even in the verse before it's ta- it says oh my god my soul is cast down within me mm. so I think he's in a a place of desperation a place of seeking out some answers within himself and why he's feeling a certain way or mm. uh I think he's just seeking above all and I think that is something that anywhere throughout life is very common and for everybody it comes at different stages when you mm-hmm. graduate high school you want to know what you want to do with your life uh when you get who are you going to marry uh all these or what job and career you're going to have and then you get to a place where you have these answers and these things and then next thing you know like 10 years gone by 5 years goes by and you're dissatisfied with it. And it's like, okay, but there's more. There has to be more than this, right? Mm. And I think that's a place within us that we're obviously just made for more than these earthly things wow. that are really pushed on us. Mm-mm. And where those that deepness is calling out within you is met with the Lord. Wow. And that's what I think it's really talking about when it says deep calls to deep. So mm. going to the analogy of water that it's using, the ocean is by far the most deep,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, unexplored piece of thing, I guess besides space itself, yeah. that we really haven't explored yet. It's it's always like a mystery, right? So it's not everything's un. un- I don't even know. Uncovered. Uncovered. It's it's a very dark place. Mm. Uh, There's we've pressure. never explored all the ocean, right? Like, yep. yes. Uh, but that's where my mind goes is the depth of the ocean, and you can never hmm. hit every square inch of it. It's it's almost infinite, you know. Well, uh, to what it can contain, and I think that is a hidden picture of the Lord in this instance of. We have depth within us, and we seek for the depths of God, but you can never find the end of the depths of God. Mm. And therefore, it's this constant teeter-totter or a tug of war within yourself of getting drawn into more and more and more once you start doing that. Yeah. And to cap it off, also, though, what comes to mind after you just read that is... Oh, when it says that deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls, hmm. that is very much talking about the voice of God. Yeah, in Revelation good. it says your His. As voice soon is as you like said that, I was like, "Oh waters. crap!"
0: I didn't even recognize yep. that. And then what you said, I was like, "Yep, <laughs> it's good." No, yeah, I was so sorry. Revelation Just, talks about. I'm tracking with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very. I mean, in-your-face Revelation, when you read that wow. scripture of, okay, mm. I don't know what this is talking about, but if you know that in Revelation it says the Lord's voice is like many waters, mm-hmm. if the deep is calling it uh, to deep at the noise of your waterfalls, what are those waterfalls and these waves? Mm. That is the voice of God. Yeah. Um, and that is where your depth is met with full satisfaction is actually with the voice of God. hmm so that's what. That's what I got what you got, Big Daddy.
0: <laughs> that's all you got, sheesh. <laughs> Boy, are you writing a book? No, that's awesome. Um ugh, I'm I'm honestly like every time you talk, I just start like, oh, there's a thought, there's a thought, there's a thought, there's a thought from what you just said. <laughs> but uh I'm honestly sitting here like, dang, this is such a good follow-up episode to our episode with Landon because Something that was key to his walk this last year was the pressure. And that's why I kind of threw in the word pressure there. We can talk about the depths of the ocean, because there was this pressure yeah. moment over the last year that he felt so he felt pressed by the the amount of things in his life that weren't satisfying him. And he was found, he found himself in a low place in a deep place. And it was in that it was in, and you know, it's like it's so f- interesting how our hearts work and how the Lord knows how our hearts work. That once he starts pressing out all that junk, and that junk ain't just sin, it is all the aspirations and options that we put in the place of the, of the Lord to think that's going to satisfy us until we find out they don't. And when we get pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed and get more pressed, then we actually find our own depth. And once we get to that deep place, God's like, I've been talking to you in this place the whole time. I've just been waiting for you to get down here. And it's like once we get to that place, we hear that you, he has been speaking to the deepest places in us. But we had to get all the other junk out of our lives for us to hear it. You know, and so like you're saying that and I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a, that's so true. verse six in my translation of this says, I am deeply depressed. And like you were talking about, he was in a low place. Like it is not a cliche thing to say sometimes your lowest seasons are your seasons on the point of breakthrough, because it's not a, it's not, it's not being, that's not being said for the sake of like just pumping you up and making you feel better about a crappy situation. It's like no legit, like, you're being pressed. If you're pursuing God, if you're hungry for God or, and something's not satisfying you and you're not seeking God, like, and it's repetitively happening, it's probably because you're entering into a space where he is pressing you. And that depression and that low place is only going to find you at the bottom of yourself where the beginning of his depth yes. begins. You know?
1: There, um, it, the, a dude... This morning at church, uh, it was a graduation ceremony at the beginning of church service with a ministry that does uh, rehabilitation. So mm. this dude had gone through I don't know how many hours of being, but he hit a mile marker and he was pretty much done with the program. Well, he got up there and he said, he literally said the words that the break, you cannot have breakthrough without a breakdown. Yeah, There is no need for a breakthrough if you're not breaking down. And that really wow. does apply for what you're talking about.
0: Dang. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes we know that. We know what's freaking coming, and we're like, God.
1: Yeah, that doesn't mean that it doesn't suck any less. <laughs> you're like, oh,
0: I do want you, God, but my soul is so attached to this thing that you're trying to break out of me. It sucks. Yep. It's a hard one. But good stuff uh yeah so everybody's like it's just been cool i was just cool that moment thinking back to the land i was like wow like he really that really did set us up so um yeah so like obviously this is the verse this is where the phrase comes from deep calls unto deep um this i will say i have thought about this a little bit at times like you know deep calls to deep sometimes i feel like is in certain people's makeup. Some people walk that, just have that thing. And some people have to really grow into it. And what I mean is yeah. there's deep calls to deep with God. There's deep calls to deep with God, but there's some people who are just looking for the deep thing, the real thing, the authentic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And then when you find the depth with God, it just actually, it eliminates that deep thing in you are even more so. Um but then you just naturally connect with deep people. You know, you naturally connect with people who you, th- there's just something about you and them or them. That is like, you know, you're there uh, and you're about the business we're here for. You're not here for fluff. You're not here for things that don't really matter. Or, you know, it's a, it's just this authentic desire for something, not just what's real, but like, the fullness of what's real. Um, and so, you know, this, I think a lot of times this phrase, I think sometimes in Christian circles you hear it and it's either, it's kind of like shoved off or like a little like acknowledged because it's so common but it, it really is a deep character trait. I think at times for certain people um, that God,
1: oh, most definitely.
0: that God designed <laughs> or that it's like originates from him. And, um, and what I'm getting at is like just helping kind of define this thing. Like it is a, it is a, it is a key aspect of walking with the Lord. You know, it's a key aspect of understanding what this means and not just, not just hearing it and, acknowledging it but hearing it and running with it going after it you know to actually understand the definition of deep calls to deep is to hear when someone says it if they're teaching you or if there's someone that is speaking into your life about the lord that when you hear it you're like you're like there's a part of you that resonates immediately that says "I, i know that like I know what you're talking about. I know, you know, I don't. I don't just. That's not a light thing to me. Um, it means that I am living from the truest part of myself and the deepest part of myself, and I, I'm I'm hungering to connect with other true and deep things of God and of people.
1: Yep. And I think <laughs> I think you said it best when I think there are a lot of people that are just gifted, they're they're deep thinkers, they're, they care about the greater purpose of things more than... Some
0: are deep-hearted.
1: Yes, they just are in general. Yeah. And it's easy to recognize those people, and that's what they're seeking out is those deeper things, but, I mean, I think it's true of everyone's made for these deep things, you just mm-hmm. might be a person that has to cultivate it a little bit more. Yeah. And... I mean, I think you said that really well. And I think it's this is a trait that you can easily recognize and easily easily connect with people that are not that are very much more into the deep things, if this is what you're about. But if not, you can find yourself really being perplexed by those type of people. Be like, Whoa. I mean, you yeah, hear dude. it all the time. We might have talked about this on a podcast before of some people are just like, "Whoa, bro, that's deep," or "Yeah, let's not go that deep right now," or something like that. And it's like, "I live Okay, here. <laughs> that sucks. Like, why would we not talk about some of the deeper purposes of why we're living instead of just yeah. talking about needless bullcrap and just enjoying the moment? When the greater scheme of stuff, it just fades away. So, yeah, let's talk about more some more deeper things and be proud of talking about this stuff. Then cowarding to, uh this might not be cool in this moment, or it's changing the vibe, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think honestly, this cult our our generation's inability to connect with the true deep the deep truths are the reason why people are so tossed around by the by the shallow false truths, because they don't actually have a hunger and appetite for deep real things. They want to be entertained by the shallow, surfacey things. Um, or the things that tickle their ears as the Bible says. Um, and I mean, I actually, a lot of times I get called out for not being able to handle the, uh, I, I, I walk in the deep, but I have a hard time with the, the wide and the, the less deep things that you need to have still. I mean, there's a balance, um, maybe a more of a, there's maybe, I wouldn't call it a balance. Maybe you just need a portion. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say I need a balance yeah. with wide and deep in my life. I'd rather have a lot more depth than width. But you do need a lot there of width.
1: There is definitely a space for shallower things in order to get to the deeper things. So yeah, yes, there is a portion for it. It's a hard... a, It's an avenue to eventually get where get there. Yeah, and if I, you yeah. just dive straight in, deep for if someone's not as receptive into those things, you can, <laughs> you're, you're driving yeah. against a wall at that point. Yeah, I've had to learn that the hard way. On small thing. Yeah. But um. But I really think I really think this is a subject of number one affirming. If you're a listener and you're like, I I, I feel discontent of the people around me, and I feel like I'm going deeper than they are, mm. and you're just dissatisfied. This is an encouragement to not to not like point a finger and say those other people are wrong. We yeah. would just much rather affirm the truth in you that if this is what you're seeking out and you might be lonely <laughs> in it, uh, you're not wrong for it. You yeah. might actually be on the right path to something greater and hmm. you just have to push through it. It's something that is purposely driven in you to seek this stuff out or to be a deep person like that you were made with purpose so yeah you were made for the deep things of god so keep going (laughs) after it don't cower to the simple things that this world will try to push on you and try to satisfy you with yeah i mean if
0: if you're at that like crisis of faith place in your life and you're in your mid-20s and you're like things just aren't the same as they used to be. Things don't meet me and hit me the same way they used to, that I thought I liked and meant so much to me. And the things that my friends are are all doing don't satisfy me anymore. Like Caleb said, lean into that, but don't let it, I will say this. I just thought of this. Don't let your leaning in, uh, like, yeah, like you're, first of all, you're leaning in is like Caleb said, totally fine. Like, recognize that you are hungering for more in your life and maybe the people that you're with aren't and it's okay to be alone for a season and not have that community that you think means so much because it doesn't. <laughs> like, I know so many people who will shortchange their deep walk with the God, with the Lord and their deep life because they make an excuse for a shallow community that they feel like they have some obligation to and they really don't. And it's actually costing them depths with God. It's costing them it's costing them purpose and identity and mission and all these things that can be gifted in the in the deep places with the Lord, but you're you you know we have these meeting places with people that don't want those things of the of God at all, and we say, "Oh, these are more you know, I owe them something or whatever. It's like, no, keep going after the things you know your heart desires and that you are hungering for the more of God." Um, and don't stop at just a better church. St- like, stop when you meet Jesus face-to-face in the, in your closet or in your bedroom by yourself. Like, if you're on yeah, a path to the depths. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, if nope. if, if you're, if you're on a path.
1: Right where I want to.
0: Yeah, like, if you're on a path to the deep places with the Lord, don't think, and, and you're going after it. Like, go after it. Great. But don't, I don't want to say don't. But I will say don't. Don't think that means that path is supposed to end you at a better church. The depths of God are not found in church buildings or with better preachers or better church communities that meet every need you thought you ever needed and all these things. That deep place is going to be found like, oh God, the dude said this in that podcast today. So that podcast, by the way, I just want to say that name so if anybody's listening can check it out too. It's called Awaken Network Podcast. On Spotify, but uh, oh shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Where was the last thing I said?
1: God, ADHD is the worst. Say about it. You're gonna say something about the Awaken podcast. I know said something about the secret place you are pressing into.
0: <sighs> this is the uh, worst thing gone. ever. My brain, I'm telling y'all, it's uh, I need medicine. Uh, what
1: short Here term I was. memory loss at
0: thirty, dude? It's bad. It hits hard, brick. Ah, I'll get it back. Um, yeah. Bring you it go back with what, what the, I was taking. You said I'll, I was I'll taking add, it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're taking it right where I think we should. And if you if this is something that you're seeking for, we've said it, and we will continue to say it and prove it till the end of time because this mm. is the realest, most genuine place that you're gonna find it it is your secret place and you have to that is where you get in close the door of your closet Mm -hmm. your room get in your truck your car the places where you're alone with god and can really set apart time to be with him and Mm -hmm. it looks different for everybody but I saw a video this week of a dude talking to it. I think he was trying to teach his daughter this concept of talking to God. And it was, mm. you have to, he was trying to, the illustration he was giving her was drawing her in because he was whispering. And if you are not getting in a place where you can cancel out all this noise, really talk to God. yep, And, Truly drown out the rest of this bullcrap that's going on in your mind, or in the world, or in your life. I mean, they're real things, but you have to get quiet and still before the Lord in order to hear Him. Mm -hmm. He's—I mean, He will scream at you if He has to, but a lot of times that is not the way God communicates. God is very much in the subtle whispers, and that's where it's recognized. And you can't hear a whisper in a loud room or. In very loud situations, you have got to slow down your pace of life and really get into a place where it is the presence of God is steward enough, and you are close enough to Him to hear Him.
0: Dude, I'm just thinking back. For one, I want you to segue into the word you sent me this week because it's gonna it's going right where we're headed with the deep calls on deep and. Having to choose the secret place is going to cost you something. Oh yeah, and that's discipleship, uh, and you know what I'm talking about. But yeah. um, I'm just looking back at the verse of deep calls to deep, and just that he says deep calls to deep in the in in the roar or in the voice or in the sound of your waterfalls there's you have to be in God you have to be in a place where that the roar of his waterfalls is a roar you know what I mean like yeah. there's a the depths that God is calling you're not going to hear him like a roar of waterfalls if you're not in his in his deep you know, and it says deep, like, like Caleb's talking about, you're going to have to get in the secret place. You're going to have to make time to get in these places. It's like. You're not going to hear his voice at that magnitude until you enter into those places, not saying he's not speaking and that you won't be able to hear his voice. I just mean there's more of his voice for you in there. And. There's such a response that takes place in the depths, in the deep calling to deep. Um, For one, you – dude, I think there's a big part of it, I think, Caleb, in recognizing that you are a deep person. I think a lot of times people struggle even recognizing that about themselves. And I've seen guys – I've seen guys that people make excuses for their youth and say, oh, they're young. And I've done two before, but I can see it on them. They hunger for deep, real things, but yet they don't realize that about themselves. And so they keep giving years away to shallow things thinking it's going to entertain them because they want to fit in or connect with other people or whatever. And it's like, no, you actually are. It's okay. Like it's okay that you are satisfied by this right here, this weight of things. Um, but I did remember that thing I was going to say earlier. And it was from the pod, it was from the podcast and it was, well, what it was was the guy was just talking about the consecration piece and talking about we're the men and women of God that will tremble over the word of God again, that you have to, that there's a trembling over the word of God that leads us into these places of depth and consecration. When we are able to recognize the measure of God on his own word and I think it was just going along with what you were saying earlier about when we enter it or, you know, when we go all the way to Jesus to respond to the, to, to pursue the deep things for our lives, it, it should lead us to hungering for his word. And these things that, that, that meet us in a, in these places in ourselves that nothing else does, you know, Um, and that the Lord will, the Lord will meet you in those things when you respond to the, to the depths that he's calling you to, or that, you know, you hunger for, but, uh, do you want to speak to the word you gave earlier this week?
1: Oh yeah, of course.
0: Uh, (laughs) I have it pulled up on my notes if you want to.
1: (laughs) I, I got it. Uh. I mean, uh, what day was it? Heck, this has been a couple weeks now. This has been, uh, I think it was two Fridays ago. And we were kind of slow at work that day because we had, the only thing that we had to do was move a piece of equipment before we could do the job that we were going to do. So we had to wait on somebody to move something. So I had already gone to the gym that morning. And was already there early, and my boss texted us and was like, "Hey, so and so is not going to be able to pick up the machine until this time, so don't worry about coming in early or whatever." And I was like, "All right, cool." So hmm. I stopped by Chick Fil A and got a blessed chicken biscuit, you know, and then came home. <laughs> well, honey from them. heaven. Yeah, and as I'm as I'm sitting there uh, reading. I'm reading Philippians 3, and man, it really spoke volumes to me in a lot of different ways. And the biggest thing was, number one, salvation is a gift. Truly hmm. being, number one, that's the gospel. Jesus died for us in order that we may be saved and have a relationship with him. Yeah, That's it. It's a free gift. You get to do with it as you please. You can accept it or you cannot accept it. Hmm. But what really hit me about this was in American society, in the culture that we are in, when someone automatically says something free, something's free, we easily are a gift and whatnot we easily already have that consumer's mentality of oh if it's free i get it with no cost wow. and that is exactly where our mind goes <laughs> of yeah. all right cool i get this without no consequences or anything i just have it mm-hmm. which it, that is a truth jesus is giving it to us but what the difference between being a having salvation and just being saved and then living a life as a disciple of Jesus, truly telling yourself, like, I am a follower of Jesus and the life that you are called to live after accepting salvation mm-hmm. is what Paul talks about in Philippians eight. And he talks about, he has a lot, he, in the verses prior, he talks about all the accolades and what he had accomplished in life. And it's all like really impressive stuff when it comes to Jewish culture. Being a rabbi, uh even in Roman society, all this stuff, and then it talks about well it I counted all as lost because i the only thing that I wanted was in order to gain jesus, and that oh, that just absolutely wrecked me of wow, Paul did all these things yet at the end of the day all he cared about was gaining Jesus after he had met him. And -hmm. that truly caused me to think about, uh, he gave up that lifestyle that he had beforehand. All the stuff that he thought, he had worked his entire life up until that point to give and truly be the best rabbi, all this stuff for religion. Yeah, and everybody else would look at him and say, "Wow, you have done so good," Mm. and he says, "I count it all like I'll I'll count it all as lost, so that I can may gain Christ." And that's convicting as crap, honestly. Yeah, and that brought my mind to in Luke when Jesus talks about counting the cost of what it would be to be a disciple. (laughs) what it takes to actually be a disciple of Jesus. He says yeah. you have to pick up your cross and follow me. He says he literally says word for word count the cost before you do this. It mm-hmm. is going to cost you something. Wow. Yes, salvation is free. It is a gift you can you can just do it and you can fully receive it, but to fully live out the disciple the Christian life After accepting this gift of salvation is going to cost you something. It is not just consumer American mentality of this is free and this is what I get. I just get to go to heaven afterwards. There is so Hmm. much more to it. Wow. And I have, I mean, ever since that revelation to me, it's not all those things are not stuff that I didn't know before. Yeah. They all just kind of accumulated together and really spoke volumes to where I'm at in my life and what I want my life to be, a li- be about. So what is it that I have to give up in order to truly be a disciple of Jesus? Mm. What further things do I need to do to count as lost and Jesus be my reward for it? And that be it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the day you sent that, I was like, the Lord is flowing through him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and dude, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I love the the parallel at the bottom. Well, I said the bottom because I'm looking at the paragraph that you typed, but uh, at the I love the parallel of the salvation free discipleship knot, like that side by side look, and I'm thinking about like what we're talking about right now, like the deep calls to deep, and it's like Jesus saying, "Hey, I need you're gonna I'm gonna need you to count the cost," and it's almost and like I'm sitting here thinking, "Wow, the Lord, that that is a deep calling to deep moment." Because you have Jesus, who is the depths of all, saying, hey, I'm going to need you to look inside yourself and find out what you're really made of to see if you can walk this walk with me or not. And it's like, oh, my Lord, like that is literally the deep calling to deep in that moment. And it's a it's a picture of discipleship. Yeah. And it's like so many people don't want to enter into discipleship because they don't want to respond to the deep. That is calling them to look into their deep because they don't like their deep or they're afraid of what they'll have to give up that's in there. You know, yeah, that's good. I don't know about y'all, but heck, I'm like, frick. Dang. Yeah. What a, what a moment.
1: This time, just as much as the first time.
0: Yeah. I'm just like reading that. And I'm like, hearing what you said, I'm like, God, what a strong gripping parallel. Like Jesus gave so much that was free, but it's like for you to live a life of depth and worth And value and vision, vision. I just made up a word, mission, vision and mission. We got vision. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, the Holy Spirit's like, son, learn English. Um, But I just like, you're gonna have to die. There's gonna be a cost for you to learn what my deep is like in you there's going to be a cost for you to learn like what that roaring waterfall wave over you is like and it's and it's like there's so much reward with the sacrifice there's so much reward that is God, and they were saying that in that consecration podcast again. they were talking about mm-hmm. the reward that is God, like the reward of consecration, the reward of hungering for deep things and pursuing the true and and things like that is him he is our portion he is our reward we are his reward it's like why why is it not enough for him to be our only reward if it's enough for him that we are his reward because it says the, the the bridegroom's reward is the bride so it's like why is it not enough that he is ours why does it got to be more? Why does why does he have to meet every dream that we have and then some? And him, and get him, and that's enough. He's like, yep. why can't I just be enough? Like, I think about that sometimes, just a little side tangent. Like, we are so inconsiderate of God as a person. We're like, we're so inconsiderate of Jesus.
1: Explain a little bit.
0: Oh, uh, what I'm what I'm what I mean is. Like, what if no one cared about the fact that you you know you all that you loved them, how much you loved them and did all these things for not even that you did all these things for them, but just like who you were, and it's like and I'm thinking about strictly like church people, how many things we want around just getting Jesus as a person and calling it getting Jesus, yeah, and it's like why is he not enough like this man. Says you are you are his reward, like you are the you are the greatest prize he could ever get. Why is that not? Why is he not the greatest prize you could ever get? And yet, like you still call him, you still say you are his, but yet he isn't not your prize. You don't see him alone as a prize; you see what he can give your life as a prize. I think that's very inconsiderate of Jesus as a person, because I am like. Okay, set aside... Okay, yeah, you, you can't set aside the fact that he's God. But it's like, A, he's God. B, he is like the most loving being of all time. And you are just chalking him up to what he's giving you and what he's not giving you, like some spoiled little kid. Yeah. And it's like, how inconsiderate of his heart when his heart is in love with you. You know, it's like... What if your wife only loved you for what you bought her and things like that? And yet you said, you're the greatest thing that my life has ever had and all I ever wanted. And she's like, okay, well, well, I don't care until you get me what I want type thing. Yes. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, that that's, is, it.
1: that's literally it.
0: It's just like, do that's we not even care that
1: we carry?
0: Do we not just care about Jesus as a person? Like, He's like my best friend. I don't know about y'all, but like, I just, I couldn't imagine treating him that way. You know, it's like, I just think about it on a lot more ground level, like treating, how you treat somebody. But I mean, obviously it it has a little different context because it's Jesus, but at the same time, it really doesn't. It's like, we don't love him. We love around him. You know, it's like
1: what we do for him, what we expect for him, him. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. That is a very good relational thing, though, Landon, to point out and really hone in on and reveal some truth about because we do do that, and that's part of like heck. What I was talking about is that consumer mentality that we have in Mm -hmm. America. It's like, all right, how do you benefit my life? What are you gonna amplify in my life by having yeah. you in it? It's not just because of who you are. It's the benefit yeah. that I get to draw from it. Wow. And that's actually really pathetic because that is miss- that is missing the entire point.
0: Yeah. Um well, something I wanted to, you know, I wanted to share and kind of go into which we talked about earlier was, you know, the way that like, I guess the depths in my life and then Caleb was going to, you know, talk to this too for himself. But, um, you know, like what this looks like for me is for one, I think it's about purpose. What is the purpose of what I'm doing? The purpose of my life, the purpose of my time with Jesus. Um, having a purpose-driven life, or asking yourself deep questions. You know, I say sometimes to guys like, do you ever ask yourself, what kind of man are you? And what kind of, and it's not about unhealthy introspection. And it's, you know, the Lord, there is unhealthy introspection when you're trying to find problems with yourself. But there is not, it is not an unhealthy introspective thing to ask yourself, what kind of man am I? What is my purpose? These are deep questions. These are deep questions that require deep answers. And, you know, for me, I know that my journey with God has always been I had deep things in my heart that I needed him, I needed met with. I needed things, there were things in my life that I really needed to understand about myself very deeply. And, it took a deep God for me to know how to walk through those parts of myself, and you know my journey started with my journey started with real salvation at twenty uh, um I feel like anyways because i I feel like from that moment my life shifted towards the Lord like it never had before, yeah. but um it was in years of it was in years of reading scripture to know God. And finding that God is super deep. And when I realized that, there were things inside of me that were deep that God woke up. And I realized, I got, I realized like, wow, I'm actually, there's more to me. And did this, I just got a revelation. Dude, this reminds me, <laughs> this reminds me of the passage about the mirror. When you look, uh, it says the man's mind is taught to- a man. The man who is double minded is tossed to and fro is the one who is tossed to and fro is the one who looks in a mirror. And when he walks away, he forgets what he looks like. And that yep. there's another part that says we are looking all day with unveiled face at a, at a, at a, at a, at a picture, at a mirror of Jesus or looking at Jesus, but we can't see the full picture yet. You know, and how I'm relating this is the revelation I just got was that by me seeing the word of God and meeting and learning to read the word for God, it, it called to the deep things in me, that deep calling to deep. But in that also I found out myself that I was deep in myself because I saw Jesus and his, and I saw my reflection. Wow. And when I saw my own self in him, I realized there's a lot more in me. There's a lot more going on in here than I realized. And yeah. me being saved was just the beginning. Me getting saved was just the start of it.
1: Yeah, it it just awakened it.
0: And so, yeah, like so my journey from there is like I'm a very missional person. Uh, my life is here for a purpose and I'm here to do what I'm here to do. And the things that I'm doing are living towards that purpose. And so I'm one of those people that talks about deep things all the time because it's just like, I don't know what else we're doing if we're not, but at the same, but I'm learning balance, but, uh, <laughs> through <laughs> whips and lashes. But, uh, um, you know, I think my, my journey with this is, for one, that recognition, and two, from that place, making decisions to feed myself with deep things, you know men and yeah. men of God who maybe have wrote books or and authors and have written books that are actually- that are that are real food that the Lord is on, and feeding myself in those ways, you know, and yeah, and the surrounding myself and pursuing relationships with people who. And I honestly had a hard time with that. There was a lot of times that people didn't, I, people who I thought were in the long haul with me for these things, or that I thought we were clicking on the, over the deep stuff, we really weren't. And I realized, dang, I'm kind of in this by myself type of thing. And like over time, the Lord has brought has allowed me to discern more and more who, who in my life helps build those deeper places and pursue those deeper things. Um yeah but and also another just honestly a just a foundational part was my heart for god learning how to walk in the deep Mm -hmm. things with god and with yourself comes purely from a heart that hungers for more of god And if you find yourself like, I'm just not really, I just don't, like I believe in God and I do love the Lord, but I don't, I mean, I'm not sitting around thinking all the time about the Lord or wanting more and more of him. And I would say, you know, ask yourself why? Because there's probably, there's something you are filling your mind with. There is something you are filling yourself with, your emotions with, your dreams with. And if it's not the Lord and you claim the Lord, I would ask myself, why, God? Like, what is it in, what what is in my heart that I need? Or just, Lord, reveal yourself to me, even. Honestly, just ask God, reveal yourself. Maybe you need the Lord to reveal himself to you in a new way. But if I would like, a, yeah, I would say, like, really try to recognize in your own heart. I had to, you know, I recognize my heart once it was turned on to the Lord, it wanted God above everything else. And that for, and it led me to all the other stuff I said. So that's kind of been my, you know, that was my experience and still continues to grow today.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think that's just a testimony that, I don't want to say should, but it's almost, yeah, I'll just say it. I mean, it should be a testimony of your Christian walk because of that's mm. how God operates. Yeah. When you start seeking him and are getting fed with little tablespoons of stuff, mm. those things that he is drawing you in with, whether that be his word or in prayer or worship, any of those things where he is truly connecting with you. And like Landon talked about when I first I just remember those first seasons of life after truly giving my life over to the Lord that the word is just alive like crazy Mm. in those seasons. And that is what we're talking about that, I mean, number one, we're made in the image of God. So if God is deep, therefore there's a space in us that is made for it. I mean, it just innately. Yeah, you that's were made for the deep calling to deep. That's a good yes, thing to say. Yes, you are. So, when you are a Christian and you are getting, you are diving into the things of God, it's a continuous cycle of He's going to keep pulling you in closer and closer because He's infinite. It's There yeah. is no, okay, I figured this part out of God and that's it. That's who He is. Yes, but then there's so much more. And yeah. You never figure it out. And yeah that's a testimony it It never gets old it It really mm. doesn't once you're true you've truly tasted it it there's something that keeps pulling you back to it, regardless yeah. of how far you run, how far you feel you you have distanced yourself from the Lord. there is still once that calling of deep in your life is awakened, there is yeah. no turning it off. Dude, that's true. Yo. And it keeps pulling you back in. So yeah. don't resist it. Give mm-hmm. in to it and go for yeah. it because you will be... The faithfulness of God is so true that it, is, it meets it every time. Yeah. Yeah. When you get in there and you're like, alright, what's God going to say in his word today? Um, And you truly pursue it. I promise you, you're not going to leave away with anything less than his presence being met or just seeing a different side of God that you just read about. Even if you've read that verse a bazillion times, I promise yeah. you our God can speak in a fresh new way every mm. freaking time. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is the depths of God. That is stuff that we continue to experience. It's not like we've mastered it. It's just yeah. something that we truly burn for because we keep experiencing it over and over again. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's more a space you live in. Like when you're, when, when, like Caleb said, when you're the, the depths of God are awakened in you and you're the deepness, the depths of you are awakened. You are awakened to the flow of a space that is of the Lord and you live in it and you learn how to live in it and you learn how to flow with it and you learn how it works more and more and how, it goes with the different phases of your life and the seasons of your life. And like you said, like we're not, there's so much more for the Lord of me, of, of the Lord for me to learn and so many things for me to experience. And it's like, when I think about that, I get, I get like this giddy feeling. I don't get like this, like oh Lord, more things that I'm going to have to do or whatever. It's like there's a there's this thing this like excitement in me. It's almost like I think about it sometimes, like athletes in sports that like maybe they're young and they're superstars in their sport, and they're like they get praised for everything they do, and but yet that athlete like when they think about the future of themselves in the sport, they're like there's this thing in them that like st- stirs that says there's still more for me in this sport. There's still more for me to accomplish. Like I could still be yep. the, the greatest or whatever. And it's like, take that and apply this to take it to this and apply it to this with like, I know deep things of God, but there's still more like with the Lord. um, You know, something you were talking about that dawned on me was like, you know, if you, you said something that you said, if the deep, if you feel the deep call, being called out in you, don't resist it. And it's like Whoa. it's like. There's another don't, yawn from. One there's another it. yawn. God, I've yeah, I, I yawn a lot on here when I talk. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> the All the curse of it. Yeah, my body's like. Take a breath, Landis. <laughs> we need to breathe. <laughs> um. God, um, but what I was going to say is that if you feel that awakening of depth of deep things in you, like choose it and don't not choose it because you know it's going to get rid of some things in your life that you are clinging to right now. Um, yeah. like to not only hear about hear the deep calling to your deep, but actually walking in it and following it and choosing to turn your life in that direction is going to remove it of the shallow and the things that are just weight holding you back. And sometimes those things that you know, you need to die to or let go of, like we talked about the cost and all that. It's like, just say yes to it and let go of it. I mean, it's, there's just, there's so much more for you than the Lord has.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna pull up this verse. All right. I mean, I think this subject in general is to encourage, don't this is a affirmation to pursue deeper things of God because mm-hmm. it's there for you to get. Yeah. Uh I think it's way more accessible than you give it credit for, or at least that I do a lot of times. And these things sound so deep and far off that I kind of discredit them in certain times. That it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I need to really be in the right heart and right mind to do this at this certain time and whatnot. It's like, no, actually, just pursue it all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Throw it down, whatever it is. Give it up and go for it right now. There isn't. There's no need to wait. So,
0: yeah. I mean, we don't. I think you know we have. I know. I don't say speak. I don't want to speak for Caleb, but I speak for myself. Like, I can sometimes when it comes to subjects like this, act like I'm speaking to groups of people who don't know this and aren't doing it. And I think mainly that's because of the culture I was raised in, where everyone was. Doing church Sunday to Sunday, and it just doesn't look. It just is religious and seems dry and disconnected from the depths of God. But so I don't want I, I, to. This is it is like Caleb said. It, it is an encouragement. It's a. It is a. It's in like an exhortation, saying like, "There's so much more for you all. There's so much more for me. There's so much more for all of us." And that God, yeah, we were like really
1: talking about that before the episode of like how much more there is for us.
0: So. There, really, yeah, for real. It's like that verse back to that Psalms verse. It's like He is crashed over you with weight. Like the Lord wants to literally immerse and just like obliterate your life with how much He has for it. Like He yeah. wants to like cover you. And and in, in one verse, one version, it says waves. The way His waves have crashed over me. Well, what do waves do? Waves repeat over and over and over again. The tide rushes in and whitecaps over and over and over. And it's like the depths of God are, it's like, that is something that we say, like, if you're hearing this, like run after it. It's amazing. And it is, there is so much more of God and more joy and more fulfillment in life than ever. And if you're on here and you're walking in it and you know that, like, then I was like, well, I'm just glad you're listening because you're getting fired up right now. But it's like, (laughs) you know, it's like, God, he fills us. And like, we just honestly, like, just thank you, Lord, like that you want to immerse us, that you want to completely consume our lives, not with, not just with your presence, but like with your, like with your blessing. And that you and our identity and fulfillment and say, like, I have more for you than you could ever imagine. And the word says, like, the father is able to more than we could ever ask or think and immeasurably more at that, you know. And so I just like, yeah, I pray that you are encouraged by this to run after the deeper things of God and the deeper things of your own heart with joy, not with oh God, I'm not doing enough and I'm not a good enough Christian because I'm not doing this. No, like hear this and be like, oh my gosh, yes. Like there's more for me in God. Like I thought my walk with God was done. I thought it was dry or it's been nothing in my life or whatever. Um, it, It's just, I'm glad you said that, Caleb, because I don't want our tone on here to seem, you know, like we're reprimanding somebody. But it is an yeah. encouragement. It's a it's a deep encouragement to say, Pursue the deep things of God. And this is what deep calling to deep looks like and how to understand it for yourself.
1: What's <clears throat> well, so, that was um, there a scripture you were about to read or?
0: Yeah, it was uh, so I read this today and I felt like it kind of applied. Uh Luke six 46 says the Lord, look, Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do the things that I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears and does not, Act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. the river crashed against it, and immediately it collapsed, and the destruction of that house was great um yeah, honestly, I think that I really feel like the Lord led me to this passage today i've I honestly don't remember when if I've ever read this verse like I've read the verse about like don't build your house on the sand, build your house on the rock, obviously, but like I really felt like the Lord saying, go to Luke today. And I just started scanning through Luke and came across this piece. And I really think it applies to the deep calling to deep, specifically verse 48, where it says, well, actually 47 and 48, he says, look, y'all are calling my, call me by my name, and but you don't do anything. You You want the benefit of me, but you don't want me. You want the benefit of me, but you don't want, you don't want a life walking with me. Um, And he says, so let me just show you what it looks like to do that. If you actually say my name and call out to me, but also choose to walk a life with me. He says, this is someone who comes to me. He hears my words and he acts on them. So he's, he knows this is a man who pursues God, who who receives the truth from God, and he allows that truth to change his behavior. That is a man who is actually allowing God to shape him and form his way of life. Yeah. This man built a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. So back to what we were talking about, about set, like encouraging people to say yes to the secret place and count the cost of what it's going to take to grow deeper with God and to choose to sacrifice for n- growing deeper in him this is a man who built a house and he dug deep if you notice it's it's parallel to the guy who didn't dig deep whose house was not on a foundation yeah. because that guy didn't want to dig the first guy wanted to dig the first guy said yes to the pro- to the hard work like he d- the, to get a firm foundation had to go deeper in the ground to create a sturdier a sturdier structure. Yeah. This is so applicable; it's retarded for our lives, yeah. with to walk a deep walk with God and within our and to know our hearts on a deeper level. Like, don't just think about knowing God deeper, but knowing yourself deeper too. Yeah. Like, your life has so much more meaning and fu- and fulfillment in it than you could even imagine, and it's found in the depths of God. It's found in this deep place. And he says he laid the foundation on the rock when the river came, when the flood came, the river crashed against the house and couldn't shake it. You know, people who recognize there are deeper things of God, but choose to build on the shallower things of life. Or like I said earlier, maybe I didn't say it earlier, I can't remember, but they are they're easily they're easily shaken. They are easily Stirred up, they're easily anxious, they're easily scared, they're easily their mindset is easily changed from one thing to the next. Their hope and their confidence in their life is easily depleted. Uh their their joy of life and their fulfillment of life is easily taken, so they have to find something new all the time to fulfill them. They're uh they're they're never satisfied. And therefore, when life happens to them, we say this to the porch. Look, the shit's going to hit the fan one day. Like, you can count on that. Like, don't think if or when. Like, it's going to. And, like, when you hear, like, you've got to build a firm foundation. You've got to choose to walk the deeper walk to withstand those things. Or they will, you know, and... No, and I just thought that this life. really applied.
1: Oh, it definitely does. It is really giving an applicable stance of why depth is required with the Lord in order to have a life worth living for. It truly reveals that. And because the storms of life are inevitable, um, there are going to come tests, and It's ironic that even, okay, both of these people in this instance, the storm hit them both. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're not going to be hit by these hard trials in life. It actually should speak more volumes of the life that you're living, because it's Mm -hmm. the dark, demonic world that we freaking live in is going to rise up against you and the spotlights on you now if you have chosen jesus for your as your lord and savior then you have made a lot of the evil i mean satan himself the demons whatever that aspect ev- all the evil is against you like good versus evil is not just some like hippy dippy concept that was made up one day and it's something, <laughs> it's a real thing obviously yeah So if you're on one team, the other team ain't going to like you. It's just part of it. And Hmm. in this dark world, there's a lot of bad things that are going to happen to you. It's not if, it's when. And it's how you handle them. And because of Jesus, you will withstand. You will endure. You will have a greater purpose to continue living because of it. So It's funny. That is why it's necessary.
0: Yeah, and like when you said that, you, you, by, when you were just saying that, I was like thinking, wow, yeah, they both were hit with the waves. And like Jesus prefaced that whole thing by by saying, you all say, Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say. And then he pers- to, continues to tell them in a parallel, parable about a situation where someone was blessed and strengthened and had a stronger life. Because they built on a firm foundation. You know, you almost think Jesus is about to reprimand them or to like, just like to go in on them and like tell them like y'all are faithless and you don't do all these things. And you say, Lord, Lord, but you don't mean it. And you don't follow me. And he says, no, like you say my name, but you don't do what I say. And like, let me show you what a guy gets when he does hear me, love me, follow me. Yeah. He gets a life that is rich and deep and strong. Like he this is the benefit, this is the joy, this is the thing that we are sitting here talking about, encouraging people towards is this life that is like rich and strong in the Lord. You know, I just thought about that like wow, like Jesus didn't even answer his question with he answered his question. He gave him a picture of it instead. He gave him a picture of the benefit of not doing what he's telling them they're doing. I was like, That's such an odd way to teach somebody. But, um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I think that's everything I have. What about you, Caleb?
1: Uh, my final thoughts would be, it, this life with the depths of Jesus never ceases to amaze me, and the stuff that he will call out of you and push you towards will blow your mind, hmm. and I mean, you truly have to love him if this is what you want. Yeah. He doesn't want no half-hearted. He doesn't want no non-deep surface Christian. It What it's going to take of you is actually someone who's really willing to give up everything because of how much you love him, yeah. and that's because that's what he has done for us hmm So it's the least that we can do. Yeah. And I mean it's really convicting me right now. So yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, dude.
0: It's fun when you talk about things that you're really walking out yourself and you're like Oh God. <laughs> yep. Maybe I shouldn't have talked about this today. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm the one that needs to listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Oh, wow, dude. Thanks for sharing that. That's, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, like, talking about it reminds me of my own heart and reminds me of, like, dang, nothing satisfies me more than my time with the Lord. Yep. Like, and I talk about that and say that all the time, and I know that, but it's like, I have got to not I have got to it's not it's not a got to like a task it is a drawing it is a like oh wow I hear what we're talking about and it's drawing me to remembrance it's it's drawing me to remembrance of who I am and what my heart's made of and what my heart loves about him you know so you know thank you guys for listening today and um. yeah, I pray this stirs you. I pray this is a, a phrase that you've heard but maybe never heard people divulge about for an hour and a half or 15 minutes, you know, or 12 minutes, 23, yeah. 24 seconds. <laughs> but, uh, like, if it stirs you, run after it. And um, enjoy the Lord and enjoy the deep things of God because that's where our life is for real. So
1: thank you, guys, and we'll catch you next yeah. time. Thank y'all for listening to this week's episode of Full Scope. Our hope is that y'all are encouraged by this show to live an abundant life with Jesus. If you enjoy this show, we'd love for y'all to go to our page on whatever platform you're listening on, scroll to the bottom, give us a rating and a review, and we'd love to hear some feedback on how this show is impacting you. Once again, thank y'all for your support of the show. We couldn't do this without y'all. And stay tuned for more episodes.